welcome to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you're ready to tap into your God-given strengths, discover simple success strategies, and set that dream that's buried in your soul free, this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm your host, Sherry Miter, a visionary strategist, a highly driven entrepreneur, and a lover of adventures. I'm here to help you navigate the sea of business and life and show you the true freedom of being an uncharted entrepreneur. If you are ready to tap into bold courage and live the life you're called to create, join me on this journey. Let's untie those dock lines and set sail. We are going into uncharted territory. Hi, and welcome back to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. And before we launch into today's show, which is eight discipline hacks for the undisciplined, I know a lot of you have been waiting for this one. I want to share with you some exciting news. Per request, I have created an Uncharted Entrepreneurs Community Facebook group. Yay! So this is going to be a place for freedom-driven entrepreneurs like you to gather, share your thoughts from the podcast, share your ideas, and well, just create some community. (laughs) So if you'd like to join the community, shoot me a message, email me, click the link in the show notes. And this is a free group, and I'm excited to grow it along with the podcast audience. All right, are you ready to dive into today's subject? Ah, discipline! So you either love the word, or if you're like most of us, it causes anxiety, dread, or possibly even brings up some bad memories. So according to Google, the definition of discipline is the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. What? Who wants that? Seriously? That really makes discipline seem like a dirty word. But here's the thing. Without discipline, there would not be elite athletes. And, you know, let's get real. (laughs) If it wasn't for discipline, there'd probably be no in-shape people, period, right? (laughs) Uh, There'd be no successful entrepreneurs. There wouldn't be many business owners. And probably most of us would be unemployed people. Love it or not, we need discipline in our lives. So I love what Julie Andrews says about discipline. She said, some people regard discipline as a chore. For me, it's a kind of order that sets me free to fly. Now being set free to fly, hands up if you want that. That makes me want to have more discipline in my life. If you're hearing some weird background noise, that's my cat. She's exploring our new home (laughs) and scratching on walls two rooms down, but I can still hear her. So I don't know if you guys can hear this or not, but that's what you're hearing in the background. All right. So let's get back to discipline. So here's the good news. Even if we aren't naturally disciplined people, we can learn tips, skills, habits that create the discipline necessary to be set free to fly. And if you are like me and you struggle with discipline, anybody else in Enneagram 7? (laughs) Yes, we don't like discipline. You're going to love my eight hacks for the undisciplined. And if you live or work with someone who seems to be super disciplined naturally, they will love it if you use some of these tips. 
So here we go. Our eight discipline hacks for the undisciplined. Number one, create a dump list. So this is a list, and I prefer pen and paper, where you put everything down that's in your brain swirling around in there that needs to get done. So when you have an idea of like, oh, I need to remember to call the doctor and make that appointment, or oh, I should create a podcast about this, or oh, I need to call this person for my business, or I need to do this, I need to do that. All of those thoughts that are swirling around, put it on paper. Now, I say paper, and I really do prefer the old-fashioned pen to paper, but if you are a tech savvy, you love your phone, put it in your to-do list on your phone. That could work as well. But the idea is that all those things that are in your head need to be written down. Then you're going to look at that list and decide, is this something I personally have to do? Can I delegate this to somebody? Can I put it off for another week, maybe another month, maybe another year? Or is this something that doesn't ever really need to get done? So take the appropriate action on each of those things. Either if you have to do it, add it to your calendar. Put it on there so that you remember to do it. Delegate it to the appropriate person if it's something you can delegate. Or just delete it. Scratch it off the list if it really doesn't need to be done. Or move it someplace where you can remember to do it the next week, next month, next year. And I highly encourage you to create a dump list weekly. Whether you do it on a Saturday morning, a Sunday night, a Monday morning, create it as a weekly habit. Number two, use your phone as your boss. So your cell phone can sometimes be the distracting thing in our life, but if used appropriately, it can really help you create some great discipline habits. So set reminders for the important tasks that you need to do and add an alarm to go off when you're supposed to start working on that task. Also, when you're in the middle of a task or about to start a task, set the alarm or the timer for the appropriate amount of time that you have delegated for that task. Now, this works well, whether it's a task you don't really like to do or if it's something that you can get so engrossed in doing that time just slides by and you get so into it that you forget to do anything else that day. So what do I mean by that? Let's say that you are in sales and you need to make a certain amount of phone calls that day. So set the timer. Maybe you're going to make phone calls for just even 15 minutes or maybe it's 30 minutes. Set the timer and you know for the next 15 to 30 minutes, you're not going to do anything else but those phone calls and you just sit down and you do it. And when the timer goes off, guess what? You're done. You did your work for the day. Check that off of your list now. Or if it's something that you love to do, like for me, I love creating. I love sitting down and putting my notes together for the podcast or creating ideas for some of the people I'm coaching. And I could do that all day long. So when I have a task that I know I'm going to get totally into and not going to want to stop doing it, I'll set an alarm with the appropriate amount of time that I have allotted that day to do that task. And when the alarm goes off, then I have to stop doing it and move on to the next thing on my to-do list. So use your phone as your boss. The alarms and the timers are amazing tools on your phone. Number three, plan your day ahead. 
In my direct sales company, we call this the six most important things to do list. Yes, six, not 106. So this is where you pull from your dump list and you look at that list and you think about what are the six things I need to do today? They can be all business, they can be all personal, or my favorite thing to do is a combo of personal and business. Now, I love to do this at night before I go to bed. It helps me sleep better because all those things that are in my head and swirling around, you know, when you have that like, oh my gosh, I got to remember to do blah, blah, blah tomorrow morning. Well, guess what? Your brain all night long is keeping you awake, right? Because you're worried you're going to forget to do something the next day. So if you just put it on your calendar, put it on your to-do list, you're going to sleep better. And then the next day, you already know what you need to get done that day. And when you narrow it down to six things, it helps you really prioritize and look at that list and think about what is the one to two things on here that if I did nothing else, but those one or two things, I would move closer to my end goal. And those are the things that you want to start with first. So prioritize your six most important things to do list, have it on your calendar, know what time the next day or that morning you're going to knock it off. You're going to get to it. Okay, number four, learn to work in your strengths and then outsource and delegate. We talked about this in episode three. You'll be way more productive and not only create more income for you and your family, but you're also helping support other small business owners you hire. Whether it's a housekeeper, someone to clean your house, maybe it's a nanny to watch your kids, maybe it's a personal chef. Yeah, there are people you can hire to do that. Or maybe it's a virtual assistant. Basically, there's somebody out there that you can pay to do what you don't enjoy doing and where you're not gifted. This is going to save you time, which equals money, and hello equals freedom. Now, I know, I know, I know. Sometimes we think, but I can't afford to do this. And if you haven't listened to it yet, pop back and listen to episode three, because sometimes we can't afford not to delegate and outsource. Number five, take advice from Nike. Just do it. (laughs) If it's something you can do in one to two minutes, just do it. Don't put it on that to-do list. Just do it. Sometimes thinking about doing things takes way more energy and way more time than actually just doing them. I find sometimes it's just making that phone call Maybe it's scheduling that appointment. It's any task that you can knock off quickly. If you can do it in one to two minutes, then just do it right then and there. Don't put it off. Just do it. You know, I think about times that I've put off making that one phone call or doing something and I'm thinking about it constantly and it becomes this big thing that just grows and it seems like it's going to take forever And then when I finally just sit down and do it, it's like, oh, why did I put that off? So again, if you can do something, if it's only really going to take you one to two minutes to do, just do it. Number six, work with your natural energy level. So if you really pay attention to when you are absolute best, For me, it's the morning time. I know for some people, they're better in the evening. 
Some people are better in the afternoon, but pay attention to when your natural energy level is high and when it's low and work on the most important task when you're at your best and save the menial task for when you don't really need your best energy or when your brain is just like your cell phone battery. It's on like almost down to nothing. That's when you do the menial task and you work with your body's natural energy flow. This also is something to think about and pay attention to for the week flow. I notice for myself on Wednesdays, my energy drops tremendously. I don't know why. I think it's because on Mondays and Tuesdays, I work really hard and focused. So by the time Wednesday rolls around, I'm exhausted. And I used to fight that. And what I realized is I just kind of gave into it. And I save Wednesdays for either fun days or maybe they're days I get to, you know, read a book or listen to podcasts myself or watch training videos. They're days that I spend, you know, in, in study versus trying to create something. Or I don't do a lot of coaching sessions on Wednesdays because I know I'm not at my best. So really start paying attention. When is your natural energy level high and when is it low? Look at the daily flow and the weekly flow and just work with it. Quit trying to fight it. Number seven, get an accountability buddy. (laughs) So this works a couple different ways. One, if it's a task that you have to get done and you've been dreading, ask a friend to help you out with it. Things can be more fun when you have a friend there to do it with you. Have them come over and help you. For me, this is when I have to clean things out or get things organized. Those are definitely not strengths of mine. So I Enlist in a friend or my husband to help me. My husband is great when it comes to cleaning things out. He has no problem throwing things out. Whereas I always look at it and think, oh, will I ever use this again? Or should I save this and give it to somebody else? And I'll sit there and contemplate about this thing. Whereas he's just like, nope, it's going in the garbage. So I know when I really need to clean things out, He's the one I ask, hey, can you come and help me in my office for a little while? I need to organize some things. Or there's a couple of friends that I have that are super organized, and I'll ask them to help me get things organized. This works for a couple of different reasons. One, because you have a scheduled appointment with somebody. And two, they can keep you focused and on task so we don't fall into shiny shiny object syndrome. Another way an accountability buddy can help is sometimes they won't be there physically for you, but you can let them know that you're going to work on a project on a certain day, a certain week, give them what your deadline is that you're giving yourself and ask them to hold you accountable to it. Ask them to make sure that you commit to something and you get it done when you say you're going to get it done. Now, make sure they are somebody that's truly going to hold you accountable and not somebody who's going to let you off the hook each and every time. Another way to get an accountability buddy is to hire a business coach. That's what we're here for. Sometimes it's having an outside person that you're paying (laughs) that will truly hold you accountable. And last, for an accountability buddy, 
You can be your own best accountability buddy. Have you ever noticed how much you can get done the two or three days before you are going on vacation? Like you know how to be accountable to yourself. If you could work like you're going on vacation in two to three days every day or at least a few days a week, you'd be amazed at what you can get done. So learn to be accountable to yourself. When you can do this, oh my word, that's when the magic truly starts to happen. Number eight, just take the next step. Just get started. So tell yourself you only have to do it for a few minutes if it's something you really have been putting off doing. Or if it's phone calls, things like that, tell yourself you just have to make one phone call. Or maybe it's about exercise. Tell yourself you just have to do five sit-ups today. But here's the cool thing. Once in motion, you are likely to stay in motion. For instance, I'm kind of sort of a runner. And what I have noticed is when I go for runs, that first half mile is the worst. That first half mile, I'm always having these conversations with myself. Why am I running? I don't like to run. This is hard. This doesn't feel good. My knees hurt. My ankles hurt. My hips hurt. Like that first half hour, it's not enjoyable. But you know what happens once I hit that half mile mark? Is I get into my groove. And then I start enjoying it. And then I want to keep on going. And isn't that true for so many projects that we tend to put off, put off, put off? Once we just start doing it, or once we make that first phone call, or do that first step, then we start to get into the groove and we'll keep on doing it. And you know, if there's days that you just don't get into the groove, well, at least you've made one phone call. At least you did one thing towards your goal. So just take the next step. Just start. So I'm going to review these eight steps. So number one, create a dump list. Number two, use your phone as a boss. Number three, plan your day ahead, your six most important things to do list. Number four, learn to work in your strengths and then outsource and delegate the rest. Number five, just do it. Number six, work with your natural energy level. Number seven, get an accountability buddy. Number eight, just take the next step. Just start. And I'm going to give you a bonus one. Know your why. If you have a deep why for what you're doing, whether it's getting in shape and why you want to exercise, maybe it's You want to start exercising and finally get in shape because you have young children and you need the energy level to keep up with them. Or maybe it's you promised your husband that you were going to buy him, you know, that new barbecue grill or a new boat. (laughs) And you know that the only way to do that is by your business. Or maybe you promised yourself that it was your time to build that business. So whatever it is, know your deep why. As Jim Rohn said, discipline is the bridge between goals and accomplishment. And if you're not sure what your goals are or what your why is, then I want to invite you to take one to two minutes right now. Book that discovery call you've been thinking about. Let's chat and discover your why 
Because once you know your why, it will help you create the discipline that sets you free to fly. So if you want to achieve big goals in life and business, we just have to master ourselves and yes, become disciplined. So I hope these tips are helpful and I suggest that you try just one idea for a few weeks. It takes a few weeks to create a new habit. So just take one thing. Don't try to do all eight. Maybe you're already doing some of them. You probably are. So just think of one that you're going to try for the next couple of weeks. And as I said, make it a new habit. And you know what? Soon that habit won't feel like a chore. Instead, it would just be something you do every day, you know, like brushing your teeth. (laughs) And I also invite you, if you know someone who would benefit from these tips, or maybe someone you want to be your accountability partner, please share this with them. Pass this podcast on to them. And as always, I would love to hear from you. Let me know which of these tips you're going to create as a habit first and how it helps. And don't forget to join our Uncharted Entrepreneur Community Facebook group. I look forward to connecting with you in there and hearing from all of you soon. As always, thanks for listening. Hey friends, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, can you do me a huge favor? Hit the subscribe button and leave a review. And then let's connect on Instagram. Just look for Sherry Miter. Feel free to DM me and let me know what you enjoyed most about today's show. And last, but probably the most important, head over to my website at unchartedentrepreneurs.com to schedule your free discovery call. Or if you know you need a business coach to help you work on some new strategies to scale your business, then I'd invite you to grab a vision strategy session in 90 minutes you'll have a clearer vision and action steps to get you headed in the right direction. Mention this podcast to receive a discount on your first session.